Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com for all your ticketing needs. Want to sit with Dan and I at your favorite events? Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com today. All right, we're live. Here we are, baby. Yes, live from Instill Distilling Company. Yeah, man. Dreams do come true, Joe. That's hey. <laughs> Dreams look, do look what's happening come to us, man. True. Uh, tonight's show is going to be super rad. Uh, of course, we are at Instill Distilling Company, makers of Fabulous the finest place. rums in North America. Tonight, we are drinking Hurricanes uh, because we're talking about the team Hurricanes. That's right. Miami Hurricanes. We're tailgating for the Hurricanes versus North Carolina game, which is tomorrow at uh, three thirty. Uh, normally we would be tailgating at the game, but because of COVID and all the recent restrictions, we are uh, visiting other locations and doing live shows around. We still have hopping guests. We still got Chef Puhak cooking the craziest it's this guy. tailgate cuisine. We're going to be talking all about some uh, Miami tailgate cuisine today. Uh, with us today, we have Brian Holt, retired professional strongman. Uh, man, I'm pumped to have you. Yeah. One, you are big as fuck. Yeah. Is what it is, bro. You know Man, what I'm saying? When they said that we were interviewing you, <laughs> I started looking at, at pictures on the interwebs, and I said, geez, he's not sitting by me on this show. Uh, how much look, CrossFit look do you do? Is. You look like you do a lot of cardio. CrossFit? <laughs> I, ride, I ride a fucking motorcycle, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ride the motorcycle to the gym. That's my CrossFit. That's it. <laughs> how much cardio do you do? Be honest. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Well, let me Dude. take that back. Horizontally, quite a bit. <laughs> quite a- oh, Where are you at, baby? Oh, man. Dude, your arms are massive. Um, <laughs> today, we are drinking Hurricanes. Uh, not, you know, obviously because the team is Hurricanes, but really the origin, the origins of the drink Hurricane came from the cup itself. It not actually has anything to do yeah, with what's up a with Hurricane. That, it's, uh, it resembles a Hurricane lamp. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, you know, if you, yeah. if you ever get served a drink, here's a fun foodie tip for all you food nerds out there. If you served a drink and the umbrella is flipped inside out, mm-hmm. then that drink is a hurricane. Uh, any good bartender oh. will know. So that you're drinking uh, the origins of it started at uh, a a glass where I, this glass came from. I thought from, they fucked up. Uh, Patty O'Brien's in New Orleans. There's a famous bar, and they came out with this drink. Uh, in World War II. Normally, you'll see a bright red and a bright yellow. Uh, it is diabetes in a glass, but here at Instill Distilling <laughs> Company, they do not make it that way. They make it uh, very balanced as they make everything at Instill Distilling mm-hmm. Company. So we're pretty pumped to do that. Today, we're making... What are we making, Chef Joe? We Chef got some uh, pretty cool stuff, man. I was pretty psyched when we got uh, when we got at Miami because that's one of where the only um, Uruguayan consulates is. And with my smoking hot Latina wife being from Uruguay, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. So we're going to make some empanadas de pollo uruguayas and pinchos cubanos a fuego. So that means Uruguayan chicken empanadas and Cuban skewers on fire. Yes. Just because you're tailgating and the food is simple doesn't mean it has to suck. And Jeff Puhak is going to walk us all through tailgating like a true legend. Yeah, we'll get at that. But first, a I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I want to talk a little. I want to talk to Brian a little bit more. Uh, Brian, do you tailgate for football games, or do you not even give a shit about football? Oh, I, I fucking love football. Do you ever just look at those guys and just be like, I will break you if I ever got on the field with you? Ooh, uh, no. Man, there's some big son of bitches. Uh, hey, you're a big son of a bitch. But uh, they're a lot faster than me. Um, so, no, I, you know, I respect those guys, man, because I played the game um, at a high level. And knowing what those guys go through, I fucking respect them, man. They're, those guys get the hell beat out of them week in and week out, come yeah. back for more the next Sunday. Day after day. Yeah, day after day. Um, so, no, I, I, I might fuck with a cornerback maybe or something, but <laughs> n- not with a fucking lineman. You know what I mean? What's it, uh, what's it like training? You were a professional strong man. Uh, what, when were you a professional strongman? Uh, 02 to 06 uh, okay. was the four years that I competed. Pujanowski was in my realm. Uh, Phil okay. Fister, Steve Kerr, those guys. Um, so when I was competing, it wasn't really what it is today. Uh, you did it because you loved it. Now these guys, you know, and I, and I respect them. The guys like Brian Shaw and, and Eddie Hall, you know, they're, they're making it big. And those guys have made the sport to what it is today. Yeah. Um, but when I competed, dude, 
it it really money wise was a joke. Right. Ping pong players more made more money than we did. Get out of here, really? Oh yeah. Uh, it, ping it, pong it, is rad. Well, he was so. it's rad. Yeah. The show he and I were talking about how he did it because he loved it. You know. Absolutely. How do you train for? How do you train to be a strongman? Do you just got like semi truck trailers in the backyard? Well, you do have to have access to, to trucks and to uh, all kinds of craziness. Uh, we had a facility in Myrtle Beach that uh, was a strongman facility. A lot of the professional strongmen would come to Myrtle Beach and train with us, Phil Fister, Steve Carrot. A lot of the guys in my, my era would come. Um, it's a difference between fucking around with weights in the gym when you're, you can think you can bench and squat and all that, but when you do strongman, you've got to be cock strong. You've got to be core strong. Um, you know, from the bottom up, and you got to be good at all events. If you suck at one event, you're not you're not going to make it. You're not going to take place in the top three. So you're the, the events that you suck at, you got to work out the hardest. What which, what event do you think you were the strongest at? Oh, by far pressing. Pressing. Yeah, anything overhead, I was uh, I was very very good presser. You know, a little over four hundred five on the log. Um, you know, is there so, is there te- is there certain techniques that you got to practice for all that? There is, is it, yeah, is there, a lot there, of there is. Or is I, it just I, fucking brute strength? No, there's a, a lot of technique. Uh, it, when I first got my pro card, uh, I won my amateur show, won every single event but one, and I went to my first pro event and got my ass handed to me by 16 pros. Uh, so I took a year. Uh, a, a trainer by the name of Willie Wells, uh, he was a great strong man. Trained me. Uh, Jeff Dolan was my training partner, third strongest man in Canada. And we went back to the drawing board, and basically I revamped my entire training program and then went back a year later to the same show, took second place. There you go. So it's just a matter of learning the events. Uh, usually you'll have an opportunity to know what the events are before we go, uh, so you can kind of fuck around with them. Right, you, you kind you of know, practice. Yes, absolutely. Get used to them, feel, kind of figure out what's, what's the best for you, how to do it. Um, and the thing that I loved about Strongman, dude, there's no pencil whipping bullshit. Most sports and, and strength are, you know, powerlifting. You, you can get fucking red lighted by a judge. Strongman, not so much. You either do it or you don't. You flip the car over or you don't. Fl- you don't fucking flip it over. You pull the fucking train or you don't pull it. I don't flip um, the car over. Uh, <laughs> my size, I don't flip flip cars over. Hey, well, you could dent tricycle. it though. You, you can you flip, flip tricycle. He could dent the fuck out of a quarter panel, man. Oh yeah. You oh, could dent yeah. the fuck out of I a quarter panel. I could key the door of it. Like That's if you're right. like, here, run fuck like that a- quarter panel up, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Put a deep, put a knee in that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you got out of, you stopped doing the strongman. You retired from it. Um, kind of a mandated strongman, dude. Okay. Uh, I was weighing 415 pounds. Jesus, uh, how many I, fucking what? calories is that? Like a yeah. day. Uh, 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 man. Twelve. Is that a healthy 400 pounds? No. No. No, I was, I was. Well, I'm going to say healthy for me, but my wife will tell you different. You were meaty. Uh, had, a, had a massive heart attack. Son of a bitch. So, yeah. How old, so, were, what, how old were you when you had your 41. 41. That now, was, was, my, it, was that due to just, like, eating? Or, I mean, like, I mean, are you guys on tour? Are you guys, like, fucking doing drugs and all sorts of shit, partying like animals, and that led to the well, heart attack? Or was it just straight fight? Was it roids and shit? Or was it just, like, you were just big as fuck and you had a heart attack? No, dude. Yeah, I mean, to compete at that level... Um, you know, you do whatever it takes. I mean, you your, your mindset is at, at, when you're at that level, you're doing whatever it takes to get you to the next level. So, yeah, is there a, a bunch of fucking juice involved? Could be. Yeah, you know, for me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there was, sure. honestly. And, you know, and it cost me. Um, cost me dearly. Almost cost me my life. Uh, got through it. Got blessed. You know what I mean? The, the good Lord saw fit to keep me around for, for some fucking reason. Probably for this podcast. I don't really know. <laughs> but anyway, it was... Uh, for me, it was a mandated retirement. I went from 415. One year later, I was 330. Oh, wow. That's a lot of meat to, so, to lose yeah, in a year, yeah, man. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, a lot of discipline to lose that much weight. I mean, I'm trying to lose like 10 pounds before Christmas. And, <laughs> so uh, when you when you were uh, professionally competing, um, what kind of cardio? I run, so like I'm interested in your cardio aspect and how you maintained your mass at the same time. Like, I know it wasn't a ton of cardio, but what kind of cardio would you Well, do? believe it or not, when you're training strongman, you're doing cardio. Because, really? yeah, the events, they're not all static events where you're standing still and picking shit up. Uh-huh. You, know, um, I, you know, like I love Eddie Hall. I think Eddie Hall from Britain is one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Um, but if you watch the transformation that Eddie Hall made from when he won, the he finally won it. Yeah. And then a year later, he went 
to being almost like a professional bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible, you know. So a the cardio, ton of man. Uh, yeah, the, the cardio in strongman is imagine picking up a thousand pounds on your back and walking a hundred feet with it. You're you're gonna do cardio. Yeah, you know what I mean. Farmers walks, yoke walks. Conan's wheels, things like that. Yeah, it used to aggravate me because it got to the point for me, I was old, old school. So it was like, are we trying to find out who the strongest man is? Or are we trying to find out who the fittest fucking strong man is? Right. So, yeah. you know, like I, I watched Brian Shaw, who's a fucking beast. You know, watch this guy just day in and day out, just going to it, and his cardio was phenomenal. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fucking six nine, whatever he is, almost four hundred fucking pounds, maybe a little over now. But I've watched him mature in strongman. I mean, he came in after I did, but here's a cat that, dude, just excelled in the sport. But just to train strongman on a Saturday, we would train on Saturdays, the event training. You'd be there for eight to ten hours. Son of a bitch, man. Yeah. What, yeah. what kind of recovery would you allow yourself? Well, you were back in the gym on Mondays, uh, you know, with, part, with, with heavy weight training, uh, kind of working out the, the soreness and, and, you know, working out the kinks. Uh, and then towards the week, you know, you're you're out of the gym pretty much. You're event training. You can do you can do all kinds of shit in the gym. You know, a prime example, a show in Ohio. I saw the biggest summit in the world. Bodybuilder guy comes in, probably 24 inch biceps, biggest pussy in the world, right? <laughs> Phil Fister walks up to us and tells him, "Hey man, you better step out. You're getting weighed in over your head." It's a totally different beast and strong man than so, it is in the gym. And you're, you did you did uh, bodybuilding as well. Yeah, for, but I, I don't. I don't tell anybody that. So please. <laughs> I that, found that picture. I found. Oh it, my god! I yeah. hope to God we posted it. Up oh there. my god! Whatever. No, you whatever just you called do, them that's pussies, a and you said you did. Well, no, dude. I, <laughs> oh I, wait a minute! Damn it to wait hell! Wait a minute! <laughs> Shit! Look, do not piss this guy off. Oh man! If you see him stand up, like my chair's uh, raised up a little bit higher, so I didn't look yeah, so small it. next to yeah, him. I got it. So everybody that's watching, Eric's sitting on like three phone books. I got three phone books. I literally have my chair jacked up so I don't look like a little bitch over here. So, uh, but you know what? I did enjoy seeing that picture, and uh, I did laugh, but I didn't laugh for very long because in the next picture that you go through on the on the Google webs is like you pulling a fucking semi truck. Yeah, Boom! There you so, go, baby. Um, fucking so, man so style. When you place. you were comparing strongman to uh, bodybuilding, we know it's different, and that keys on something that I wanted to ask you about, like mindset. Mindset. When you get on this level where you can pull a semi truck or do all these things that you're talking about, how do you prepare yourself? How do you develop the mindset to get under the weight that would usually crush somebody? Well, for me, it was I, I approached every event um, as the event itself being my enemy. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like if I got into a tussle with somebody, I'm gonna I want to I want to kick their ass if I hopefully I can. Yeah. Um, or you're gonna leave a dent, right? Yes, definitely gonna leave a mark. But when when I was competing, every single event that I would approach. It would be an enemy of mine, and I would not falter to that enemy. So you you give yourself if, if you're not used to pain, you can't fucking do strongman. So there's there's a, a certain point where you just accept the pain as part of the game. You have to, yeah, yeah. Calluses being torn off, torn biceps, torn rotator cuffs. It's part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I've had several torn muscles, surgeries, multiple. Yeah, multiple. Yeah. So you just you just got to live with it, move on, and. Um, it's part of it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's what it is. I mean, we just had the, uh, local police, uh, drive through here. It looks like they're doing a U-turn. I have no idea. Maybe we're sitting too close. I don't know. Uh, but being that I was a former law enforcement officer, uh, it brings up a little memories to me. I'm telling you right now, if I was a cop and I walked up on, on you, uh, I would think, I'm just walking. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, it's not worth it to me. Situation. It's not worth it to me. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you did, it's just not worth it to me. Uh, yeah. You're free to go, sir. Now, I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to bring it up or not, and, and I'll, I'll tell you lightly because, one, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But you may or may not have been involved in some motorcycle clubs. Um, yeah. Could have been uh, outlaw motorcycle clubs, maybe not. Don't want to say anything because I don't want to get fucking uh, shanked over here. Um, were you in some kind of a motorcycle club that you may or may not have had to been a prospect in? Uh... Well, we'll leave that one low on the table. Well, I would say um, if you were a prospect, if let's say you were at one time had to be a prospect, would anybody even be able to tell you what to do as a prospect? Well, listen, as a prospect, if you're if you're truly going to prospect, man, you got to understand something. It's an MC club is a brotherhood, so you have to understand when you're getting ready to do that, dude. You're you're expected to do whatever they tell you to fuck to do. Um, not to say you that that I'm doing that, sure. or have done that, right? But I. I've been around it for a long time, and uh, 
it, it's a respect thing. It's a brotherhood, just like when you were a cop, man. I'm sure, sure that you guys, you had every single cop that you knew, when you went into fucking battle, he had your fucking back, right? Sure, sure. It's the same thing in a club, man. When we when we ride with our brothers, we're a fucking we're we're brothers. Yeah. Somebody fucks with you, you got the whole fucking group coming after somebody's ass. You, nobody, right? Nobody's you know fucking I mean? with you, by the way. Well, nobody. You'd be so fucking surprised. Sure. Yeah, and that is the thing. Like when you're big, like you always like the little guys always want to fuck with the you know, big guys. Exactly over the years, you get I've that a lot. It's six foot three. You know, for some reason, the little guys. They're like, hey, what's up? Uh, you know, yeah. When like, you go to a bar and you're the biggest up, motherfucker man? in the bar, does automatic. Somebody, does Big somebody red X like, on your fucking. Does back. somebody try to pick you out all the time? Usually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you just, you know, you nip that shit in the butt real quick. You fucking knock a motherfucker out, be done with it, and move on to the next guy. You know, but <laughs> so I, I have a a guy that's blowing me up, man. We get questions from people, and uh, Taylor Jones. It's going to be my millennial question of the night. Okay, he's a freshman wants to be a strong man. He's a freshman in a Western Carolina college. And he dropped a term on me that I never heard. BDE, big dick energy. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no, I can't say that. So apparently to the young millennials, <laughs> big dick energy is when you come into a room and you just own it. You know what I mean? When you get underneath, you know, like five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds, you're dropping big dick energy. So he's wanting to know how you come in with that BDE or how, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I'm like 40 years old. You know what I mean? Like, how do you drop some big dick energy when you are getting underneath five, six, seven hundred pounds? What is, what, what is that shit that they sniff with your nose? Ammonia. Ammonia. You what? Get in on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucking take a yeah, hit of yeah. ammonia for a fucking adrenaline rush or something. So like a, a smelling salt or something like yeah, that. Yeah, very similar. Just a lot more powerful. Um, <laughs> the uh, for me, when, when you when you're trying to compete in strongman, dude, it's you either have it or you don't. Right, you you have it in your blood. Um, your 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 mindset is every time you step into an event or every time you get under fucking iron, it's a battle, right? Like I benched a little over eight hundred fucking pounds. Good grief! When I lay down, it was, you know, I'm gonna fucking press this. I'm gonna fucking die trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing in strongman. When you're competing in an event in strongman, dude, things hurt. Yeah. And, if, and if you can't withstand the struggle or the pain, dude, you're you're in the wrong sport, man. You got to fucking, you know, you have to be able to withstand it. You know, you got to fight through the fucking, the pain. You got to th- fight through all the fucking sweat and the tears. And at the end of the day, if you're still standing, you've done something right. But if you're not training at the same level, here, here's the thing I would tell this cat: train like you're fucking in a, co- a competition every day. Every day. Like when you walk into the fucking gym, bro. You don't fucking just go in there and bullshit. You train like you're in a fucking competition, like you're getting ready for the, tomorrow is your event, and you train like that. You get ready like that. That's that's how you do it. What's it like go now that you're retired from that? What is it like going into the gym? Is that still your mindset today when you go into the gym? Are you still in there to just fucking brutalize weights, or are you just going in there and you just kind of take it take it easy these Maybe. days? Well, you know what it is. It's uh, I gotta I gotta be careful with like the guys you're talking about. Yeah, I get around those guys. Yeah, and it and it fucking uh, it brings that back. <laughs> And you know, being 56 years old at this time, you know, I'm I'm I've still bench close to 500, um, but I get around those guys, and, and the adrenaline starts rolling. Next thing I know, I got a fucking I'm 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 calling my wife, going, "Hey, baby, you need to take me to fucking ER. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I fucking tore my buttocks. Oh. You know, it's shit like that. You got to be careful. Yeah. You yeah, know, the yeah. older you get, you got to train smarter, not fucking harder. But this young cat. You got to go balls to the wall, man. Which nutrition? Um, you're getting huge as fuck. Um, was there any nutrition plan? I'm fucking eat every fucking thing in sight. Huh? Literally, I ate everything in sight. I mean, you, just, you say it all. Um, for example, we, we would go to Denny's with one of my training partners who at that time was Chief Iron Bear out of Lumberton, uh, North Carolina. We would have to sit at a table by ourselves, right? Because I would order five or six meals. He'd order, he'd order five or six meals. So my wife would be sitting on a table behind us watching us devour fucking meal after meal after meal. Right to maintain that that weight, um, but I will tell you that it, it hurt me to be four fifteen. My best years in strongman were when I dropped down to three thirty six, yeah. three forty. I was quicker, more cardio. Um, I lost a little static strength, but not much. Right, right. You know, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was you know, it, it's just give or take. You got to figure out your balance. You know, well, I'm I mean? never taking a strongman out to dinner because that sounds expensive as fuck. <laughs> yes. Speaking of taking us out to dinner, Joe Chef Puhak, take us to dinner tonight, homeboy. What do you uh, want to know, man? Man, we're tailgating. Tailgating's all about the food. Uh, we're food nerds first. We're foodie nerds Let's first. Let's get into that, man. So. Chef- 
The, when we go when we go to these tailgates, guys, what we want to do is fire you up for you know what whoever your team is. We we decided to use Miami as our focus tonight for for the tailgate, and um, the reason is is I couldn't find a precise number when I was doing my research, but like somewhere between seventy and seventy nine. Some people say eighty percent of the population of Miami and Miami Dade is about 70 to 80 percent latin right yeah and so sure. being married to a smoking hot latina i mean that's like a no-brainer i'm gonna give my yeah, family yeah, a nod that's right? your team today that's my team today so i like miami even though we're in north carolina so um we're gonna do like i said the uruguayan chicken empanadas or empanadas de pollo uruguayas um, and it's really simple. It sounds fancy when I say it, but what is an empanada? What is an empanada? So oh, hit, hit me with the history. We were talking about the history, Eric. I want to hear the history about empanadas well, before I tell you what's in there. Sure. I mean, an empanada is a, a simply a pie, right, Chef Puhak? I mean, it starts out as a pie, uh, yeah. like a pie that gets folded in half, almost Kinda. like a calzone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You got to make a That's pie better. first. You got to make a pie crust first. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's originated in Galicia, Spain, uh, which is one of the coolest places. They make an Albariño wine. It's a white wine. It's a uh, a fantastic wine, but it is a very seafood-heavy coastal region. Uh, it's an autonomous region of Spain uh, in the Upper East. Uh, it borders uh, Portugal, um, and it's cool because everything there is uh, Gaelic knots. So, like, even the uh, the wine in Galicia, Spain, has got like Gaelic knots on it. And a lot of the people in Galicia, Spain, have red hair. And that's because it was uh, influenced by it was influenced by the Celts, yeah. the, the Celtic people. And so back then, the empanadas, which was uh, was brought to them through Arab through Arabic. Um, through Arabs. Are we allowed to say Arabs? Is that a politically correct term? Those Arabs? I'm so uncultured. I don't know. I would say, I would uh, it say had an Arabic influence. Yeah, Arabic, uh, if Middle I'm, Eastern If I should influence. say it. it had a Middle Eastern influence. Go. And they um, they were basically folding these pies over seafood at the time. Uh, but it moved over, being that it's that close to Portugal. It moved around. Um, and, and really all through South America, Latin America. Uh-huh. Uh, it just made its way all the way around the world, and it, it, and you can put chorizo in it. You can put all yeah. sorts of stuff. Chef Puak, what do you tell us about how to make so, a make an empanada? In some in some recent uh, podcast research, and uh, I guess you could say research and development that me, Eric, and uh, producer Noel White did is we made some chili out of deer meat, and I used an adobo to flavor the meat, and these guys went bonkers over it. So I, it's a no brainer. I learned how to make adobo from my wife and her family. Uh, and it's it's super simple. It, it, you you literally get um, dried chiles, and I got um, it was guajillo and um, pasilla chilies, and they're like really low, slow, smoky, earthy flavors. When people hear chile, they're like, oh, spicy. He said chile. It's Spanish. No, it's it's low, mellow, chill flavors. And For those who don't español, that's you're just saying chili. Pepper. Pepper. Okay. Pepper. All right. Right. So, uh, and and funny, funny story about that. that. How do you find that? Funny story about that. So, okay. uh, one of the, one of the f- places that I really like to shop is like Asian markets or tiendas, which are stores. Little and and people like in the U.S. are like, well, look at that shitty little store over there. No, 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 no. You can get the best deals and the freshest ingredients and the best shit in there, right? Dude, compare foods right here in Clayton, the little Hispanic market. That's where compare I went foods. when the pandemic oh, hit, man. man. I got I got like forty five pounds of meat when when Walmart and all the big ones were like, you can only have two. I got like thirty <laughs> to forty five pounds of meat, and they're like, gracias, and I was like, Dana. <laughs> so, what I ended up doing was going to a really small tienda in Southeast Raleigh. And, um, I, you know, big, tall gringo walks in and starts speaking Spanish. And they're like, yeah. And next thing you know, I'm he getting a lesson. He had that BDE. He had that big dick energy. I guess, man. <laughs> he had yeah. that big dick energy. There with you that go. So I walked in and I explained to uh, the lady in, in Spanglish, because my Spanish isn't that great, um, that I learned how to make adobo from my wife, who's from Uruguay. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you need. And she brought me over to the peppers. She thought I was trying to make a mole, which is like a really dynamic Mexican sauce or paste. Um, and through broken Spanish and a lot of Locientos, which means I'm sorry, I right. don't understand you. Um, we got back on track with adobo. So I made this this pepper paste, and um, there was a shit ton of garlic, a lot of peppers in there, um, and some onions. Is that um, something we're gonna put up as yes, a recipe on the recipe card? I, I have this written week? the. Uh, I mean, it's it's super simple, guys. It's got. Right around this recipe in particular has right around 30 dried chilies in it. Sounds like a lot, but it's not. I'm going to ask Noel to put up some pictures here in a second. Uh, a ton of garlic. With my yeah. Italian background, there's going to be a ton of garlic. There was like two heads of, of garlic in there. Some cumin, some oregano, some clove, cracked back black pepper, salt, white vinegar, and um, 
some jus that I made from reconstituting the peppers. How do you make a jus? Jus. <laughs> um, so what you do is... Making um, jus. No, <laughs> no. I've, I've got some pictures that I want you to pop up. Um, there's a point where I was um, reconstituting the peppers. And what I ended up doing was basically just putting boiling water on these peppers. And you let them soak for about like 20 or 30 minutes. Then you you take them out and you reserve the the juice or the liquid. I've got a picture of all of this. Noel will cycle through them. Um, so initially we are going to look at, what do you got up over there, Noel? We're looking at them right now. So we've got the juice up right now. Yeah. Yeah, marinating in their bliss. What about the secret ingredient that I have that nobody else has? Yeah, dude. Put that up there. All right. She's very nice. Moving on. Uh, we've, got the, uh, we've got the garlic. Super simple amount of spices in there. And you put it in a, uh, a, what we call a roboku or a, a food processor, and you blitz it, and you make a paste. And then that paste is essentially a seasonal. You put it on the meat. And uh, I pressure cooked it for like 30 minutes. It fell apart. Um, I, let the, I let it stay overnight. Because like when we're going to tailgate, we get all of our stuff ready ahead of time. Because if I were to do all this right now, I would be a nervous wreck. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be able so, to I talk mean, to him. I wouldn't be able right, to talk to you. Right, right. And it's not, I mean, if you're tailgating, you want to have fun. You want to be playing beer pong. You want to be playing your uh, cornhole and all the other games. So, you know, you got to prep the night before. Because, you know, prepping at 8 o'clock in the morning when it's freezing cold outside no, and you're getting drunk as shits. Yeah. Uh, just, you want you want to be able to roll up here, yeah, entertain yeah. your friends, talk yeah. to your friends, but at the same time make a good meal. And, you know, I'm so fucking sick and tired of seeing tailgates and, you know, sports events where people are like, I got a hot dog or, you know, I got a grilled cheese. No, 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 no. We're going to do something that takes the equal amount of effort as a shit-ass hot dog or grilled cheese. Now, yeah, tailgating with Chef Puhak is like tailgating at Ruth fucking Chris. Hell I'm not yeah. fucking – I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm going to feed you. Dude, when, he, when you I'm get there, you're like, day. are you fucking serious right now? Like, it's even plated nicely. Yeah, I, I, I'll do that. So um, on a paper plate, what I ended up doing is uh, <laughs> overnight with like peppers and tomatoes, um, the enzymes and stuff will de develop and the, the flavors will get more intense. Right. Yeah. So all these awesome pepper flavors got stronger overnight. I ended up taking the fat and the liquids, the jus out, not jus. And um, I put in some cheese. And am I going to use regular like shit ass cheese? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. No, you you saw that on the episode I, uh, of Willie you, Parker. What, we, you you said had to though. You we had were going to do a Roethlisberger with beef. What kind of beef did I bring? You, in? It was Wagyu beef. Wagyu, with Wagyu beef. That's right. Two hundred and freaking some dollars. Two hundred forty dollars a pound beef, and he threw American cheese on top. It was hilarious. So it was fucking good though. It was good. So was in this delicious. case, we're going to use a smoked gouda along with the adobo um, pressure cooked meat, and it's super simple. After you pressure cook it with those handful of uh, spices and uh, peppers that I told you about, you fold it over in a little empanada dough that I, I used the company Goya. They're pre-made. They're frozen. They come in packs of And who 12. fucking went after Goya? Was it AOC? You, you know AOC, the chair? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. She fucking yeah, she went did. after Goya. Yeah. Yeah, but she... Employee of the month. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> fucking employee, employee of the of month. Because yeah. <laughs> they're shit shout out to up. Goya. Yeah. yeah, Goya is... I mean, there's a lot more on the shelves now. Because Dude, I forget. Like, that's, that's like, why I, I kind of reached for it. Nectar, I was like, hey, man, like, Goya's got that BDE, baby. Dude, that BDE. <laughs> right. So, um, Are you going to make us an empanada? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I'm going to make the empanadas. Oh, they're, they're, they're cooking right now. And so there's two ways that you can cook them. You, you can bake them, or well, three ways. You can bake them, you can pan fry them, or you can deep fry them. Um, I ended up baking them, and I'm holding them off to the side. And uh, you guys ever seen a turkey roaster? Like the thing you put on your countertop and you can roast a turkey and keep space free in your oven on yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. or Christmas. Yeah. So I got that off to the side. And if you're at a tailgate, you just get a power inverter and put it on your truck bed. Can you use an Instapot? Yeah. Some of those have a convection setting on them where you can keep yeah. it warm in there. They do. I mean, it's it's yeah. a saute setting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can do that. You can deep fry in an Instapot. Hell, yeah. 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 So I've got those, and then the Pinchos Cubanos Al Fuego. It's just literally Cuban. I, de I deconstructed a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. And um, it's super simple. It's uh, pork tenderloin, po ham, okay. and uh, pickles. No bread. And we're going to cook them over here on the griddle. Okay. All right. And then we're going to sear them and get them going. Dude, our tailgate tools are the best. And, and as you guys follow us some more, you're going to see how our tailgate tools work. You don't have to be hauling around a big giant grill. Um, I'm gonna light the grill we've got right burn now. plates, griddles, 
all these things that keep your tailgate super simple so you can just focus on what a tailgate should be, and that's getting fucked up, right? Fucked up, yes. Yeah, playing that's fucked that. up drinking games. Yes. Uh, I don't play drinking games because I just drink. I don't need a game to play to, to drink, but I do like watching it, and I like to shit talk. Believe it or not, Brian. I I'm a can't imagine that. Shit talker. Uh, Br- Brian, do you have any? What's your favorite sports team? Do you sports at all <sighs> outside of fucking lifting heavy things? Well, I used to like the Washington Redskins till they pussied out. You can't call out. them that. Yeah. You can't call them the Redskins. So, what are they now? The yeah, foreskins. Yeah, they they, they, <laughs> the they bow down and uh, it, it's a shame. But uh, oh, that is so sad. man, I don't know, dude. Yeah, well, it's, it is what it is. Do you have a college team? Mizzou. Mizzou. Played a little ball at Missouri, yep. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yep, man, yeah. Played, Played a little ball at Missouri, Missouri. What was yeah. your position? Linebacker. Oh, uh, well, of course. Yeah, banged oh, heads, you know course. what I mean? Yeah, busting heads. Uh, yeah. So that's what it was all about. I and, would uh, not line up on the other side of you. That would be <laughs> terrifying. Dude, I, yeah, but do you see some of the guys today? I mean, if you look I'm, at the athletes honestly, today, man, they're, they're like they're seven un- feet tall, dude. Yeah. And like 400 and some pounds. At and fast. Yeah. Yeah, fast. And fast. And lots of cardio. What you got next, Joe? Chef so I'm, I'm working on the pinchos cubanos al fuego, which is just the Cuban sandwich on a stick. And um, it, the cheese that they use is Swiss. I ended up going for Havarti, which is similar flavor profile to Swiss. Um, it, but this Havarti is a little bit funky and smooth, and it melts really well. So we're going to griddle these. Yep. We're going to get them cooked. Okay. And then after that, we're going to cover them in cheese and light them on fire with some instilled distilling spiced rum. Oh, you got a flambe? Flambe, baby. You're going to flambe? Hell yeah. You're going to use some rum and flambe? Have you ever Dude, seen a flambe? That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Do you cook a lot, Brian? Do you cook a lot? I do, yeah. I, do, I do you love know what a flambe is? When they fucking uh, light shit no. on fire with alcohol and stuff? Well, now that you said that, I do. Yeah, of course I do. What? Flambe means yeah, flame. Yeah, yeah, it just means flame. Uh, it, what is that, French flambe? Yes. Uh, yes. It's uh, French for flame. That's how learned I am. Nice. Uh, what What do you like to cook? What's your What's your You know, you were talking about that instant dish. pot thing. You know, right? Yeah, so I, I love I, the instant pot. I bought me one of those, and I've mastered that thing, and I love cooking oh, on that. And so I also easy. love cooking on my. Where was uh, that shit when you were fucking a strong man? You know what I mean? Right, right. Instead of Denny's, uh, <laughs> McDonald's. You can literally cook anything in those. Did you instant really eat McDonald's? Your, McDonald's is on oh, your diet yeah. back then? Yeah, White like, Castle, think, oh, Crystal Burgers, oh, like twenty four of those bitches. I could crush some Crystal Burgers. I don't know if yeah. my body will let me do it anymore, but when I was younger, man, I used to oh, fucking yeah. murder those. I, I love You them. cook a lot at home? I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I, I love the grill. Uh, I love steak. I love oh, red meat. God, you know what I mean? I do like steak. Uh, last night, made some uh, good old-fashioned South Carolina chicken bog in my Instant Pot. Turned out great. Yeah. See, I mean, like, by the you, way, if Instapot wants to sponsor us, go ahead. Because yeah, I yeah, will, yeah, yeah, I will yeah, yeah. Care I cook, up. I cook so much shit in the Instapot, but uh, you know, even a badass like Brian is a foodie, right? And so yeah. we're we're part of Drinking Bros uh, Foodie, the food group. It's called Drinking Bros Foodies. Uh, follow that on Facebook, and that's a fun and group to follow, man. Drinking Bros Pitmasters, dude. I love watching oh, people yeah. post. Yeah, Absolutely. and the Pitmasters, the Drinking Bros Pitmasters. Um, I love watching the the. The meals that people post up, man. I mean, and you everybody know, gets so into food, today, and I get so inspired all there week. There are like, some legitimate dishes on there's in always the, in the legitimate dishes. On like there. this, uh, one that's person. That's why half of my fucking week is <coughs> meal prepped by going through and see what everybody else is making during the week. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit, trim and grits. Did you I'll see the one where the, the lady made uh, it was like roasted? It was roasted bone marrow served with like crostini which is bread her yeah. kids were eating it and yeah. i was i commented on that i was like hell yeah like that's freaking somebody put on there today bikers can right cook there. too and she yeah. had like a, a lamb chop yeah, and I saw some the asparagus bikers can cook. she was like bikers can cook and uh and again because brian's a fucking biker and he cooks in an instapot um <laughs> <laughs> brian do you tailgate do you tailgate a lot well yeah i mean you know if i go to a game i'm gonna fucking tailgate i'm gonna fucking get hammered and i'm gonna yeah. eat it's you know? fucking shitty. What's your favorite drink of choice? What's your drink of choice these days? Your Mine is uh, Tito's and Cranberry. I love okay. Tito's. I love right. Tito's, yeah. But, you know, your fucking rum is great, dude. Oh, it is great. It I is know. absolutely amazing, I yeah. Know. Fucking yeah. rum. I love Fucking that. rum. <laughs> dude, this hurricane is delicious. Have you tried the hurricane yet? I, I Well, mine's almost gone, dude. You're way behind. You my, gotta... my glass is like 10 <laughs> feet tall. Uh, this week, North Carolina Tar Heels in Miami. Um, you got any pick on that game? You know who's going to win that game? I'm going Miami all the way. Uh, I think I, I got to say Miami as well. I think Carolina's done. Um, that is a train coming through. And I'm not talking about Brian. I'm talking about a train. And I can hear the sizzle <laughs> of your food, and it smells fucking amazing. Is it, is it getting over to you guys? It is. Um, so what? with uh, while we're cooking the food, I want to get back on the strongman diet. He might have asked you this earlier, and I was probably not listening. Um, how many calories did you kill a day? 
I would say on the average, uh, twelve to fifteen thousand, something like that. That's a job. That is a job. It to is. Eat like that. It, it really is. It's to a nonstop. Run eat. us through a day of eating. Like, if, I know you're going to be in the gym, but run us through the eating portion. Um, mornings were eggs and uh, oatmeal. Right. Uh, sometimes some sausage and bacon. Um, Mid morning was a uh, high protein shake. Okay. Lunch, couple of fucking burgers, French fries uh, for for caloric intake. Uh, Mid afternoon another high high intensity protein shake. Uh, in the evenings, I don't know. Sometimes two to three pizzas. Um, wow. What's your favorite pizza place? Wow. Oh, man. Like, do you man. have a particular, or do you just say whatever? You know, back in the day, I, I you know, I loved Domino's. Um, you know, the the, uh, the double pepperoni or the triple oh. pepperoni or the quadruple fucking, as much fucking pepperoni as you can put on the motherfucker. You're a meat man. A tear meat me man. up, man. Yeah. The pepperoni would tear me up. I, oh. I have sort of such acid reflux from that. Yeah. Oh. Getting older and yeah. a bitch. Three fucking Domino's triple pepperoni pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Holy it was like a, it was like a competition in itself. You know what I mean? Just do you to have main... kids now? Four. You have four kids? I do. I have four. You don't kids. even look old enough to have four kids. Oh man, yeah. Uh, dude. Do any of them do strongman? They do not. Okay. Uh, my youngest son, who is fourteen, is now almost six foot tall, weighs two ten. Uh, we just trained a little bit today. Uh, so he he's he's sports? my workhorse. Is he playing any sports? No, you, no. you know I'm not pushing him to do whatever with COVID and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough, you know. So he was. I mean, playing. what's it like being in the gym with COVID right now? I mean, is is the gym that you work out in? Do they not give you a know. Fuck listen, or? bro, I don't I don't go to the gym because I don't want all the bullshit. I train at home. We okay. we, we train okay. in the garage. We've got a bunch of shit in our garage, and we you know. A lot of people are doing that these days. Yeah, like, a lot of people have got yeah. these, like, step over to the food, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, let me get uh, JJ Holloway over here. Josh, Josh, Dan Holloway's brother is with us today. Uh, this guy knows more about sports than I'll ever know in a night. And your hair looks beautiful, by the way. Last time I saw you, your hair was not like that. Uh, those that's my are COVID cut. That's your COVID cut. You've got some beautiful flowing locks over there. Who are you taking for the Miami uh, North Carolina game? I mean, or do you even give a shit? Does it really matter at this point? I mean, I don't know. I, Miami's doing pretty good, aren't they? I mean, I mean, they're ranked. North Carolina's not even ranked anymore. They're okay. Um, yeah, I, Miami probably. Miami. Yeah I, yeah, I think that everybody's kind of giving. Are you up betting on this game at all? No, not this game. No. You've been betting it all this year? Uh, not too much, man, because no. you can, can't tell week to week who's going to be out, you know, what players yeah, are going to go. And I just don't have the time gonna, to, yeah. you know, like Dan, that's what he does. He reaches searches this shit all day long. Yeah. I don't have time to keep up with you it, it. You, do you ever uh, Do you ever, like, sneak text him? You're like, yo, who are you betting on? And then oh, yeah, sn- all the time. snip on that? Well, on not that? so much this year, but, yeah, I'll, I'll hit him up. I, I've got my, um, my bookie account. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I never bet until I started following Trinket Bro Sports, and then now I feel like I need to, to be a part to of the club. Money. I mean, well, between uh, him and Ross, I mean, they yeah, kill it. Yeah, dude, they kill it, man. Like, I, I, dude, I, only bet, I only bet on what they tell me to bet on, yep. on their shows. Um, and it's fun, man. And it makes me watch sports because normally I wouldn't care. Uh, but when you got money on the line, I fucking yeah. care. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I understand why people are yelling at other players. Yeah, they were over TV. 70% last do you, year. Do you bet at all, Brian? Bets. Do you bet at all? Uh, you a betting man? You bet on the Well, sports? I, I kind of do. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of do. Uh, you use mybookie.com or not? I don't. No, I don't. I use... Uh, super easy. It's super safe. It's, it's the best way to go. Oh, yeah? My, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Drinking Bro Sports, man, they're the, the, the Drinking Bro Sports podcast. I mean, they... If you listen to it, man, they set it up Big Bird of Cookie Monster style. That's that's the way to go. Nice, nice. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, do you think that I'm going to ask you a question? I don't know if you'll know it. Do you sure. think that Miami can get back to their uh, early 2000 greatness? I think, think they'll that, ever be that, there again. Uh, no, because the cocaine money's not in, my, in Miami anymore. No, I can't. You get know they they really for your tuned team. that up back in the you know late 90s. Yeah, and, they did. You know that's what was funded. They had a couple guys and their boosters were paying all their players. Yeah. So now yeah. they've got to actually compete on the same level as everybody else, and they, they like to have the attitude and the swagger and not be able to back it up. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Um, what, I mean, what do you think went wrong with North Carolina going from a from a top five team to, to being unranked? I mean, what happened there? COVID, or do you think they just fucking suck? I think that they they've been close, and they're getting definitely getting better, but they're just not quite where they need to be at yet. I mean, the ACC as a whole, you're definitely seeing a lot better competition out yeah. of it, and I yeah. don't, especially this year, and I'm not sure if COVID has anything to do with that or not, or. If, they're just kind of catching up or, you know, the SEC's dropping off. But It's just got to be hard. To, like, even as a fan, it's hard to get momentum 
with the COVID stuff. Like, it's hard to, yeah. to get excited. Yeah. Think about the players. I mean, that must be so hard for them to just get into a yeah. routine, get into a well, rhythm. What you're seeing now, too, is, you know, especially with stadiums limiting fans or not having fans or what's going on. There goes all that take out that, 12, you know, that thir- 13th man yeah. there. And, yeah. You know, so now it's really the best. You're playing another team. You're not. You don't have the fans pushing you back. You're not fighting against. Uh, you know another team's audience. You're a Clemson it's, fan, right? I am a Clemson graduate. Yes. You are a Clemson graduate. Right. Clemson fan. You is that is that your favorite place to tailgate? Yeah, man, it's great. It's. I mean, it's not as big as you know some of the other. Where's your favorite stadiums. place that you've ever tailgated? What, like, what was your? Probably uh, Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great, man. You're in the RV park, and there's people playing naked beer pong at 3 o'clock in the morning, three feet of snow. Did you play naked beer pong? Did you get naked? Not since I hit 30. Not since <laughs> you hit 30? I know. It's like you got your hair all slicked back now. You're all professional. Well, you know. It's good for you. Do, you, are you, do you move to the Raleigh area? I am working on a move to the Triangle. What brings you here? Because last time I saw you was... Shit, it's was been it a year. chili, it's, it's chili been, cook-off? No, no it was, it was the just, going away party. It was, it was. It was the going away yeah. party. Um, you know, great opportunity in the Durham area came nice. up, and, you know, it's ready for a move. You've been out to Texas to, to see I haven't, but because of COVID. I was supposed to go for my birthday, Let's but with work there. and everything. I work in— We're uh, heading out there pretty soon. Let's well, I was talking to uh, our buddy uh, Kelly, oh, okay. and um, we're talking about March. Yeah, because he, he just made us some barrels. By the way, the burn barrel behind us, we're talking about— Kelly from Whiskey Zulu Barrels. Uh, he makes these beautiful burn barrels that are behind us. They're uh, $500. Uh, we've got two of them for sale at Instill Distilling Company for the holidays. They are killer. But He does pins as well. I've got, oh, I've got yes, one of those, pins, and they are beautiful. Barrel stave pins. So he mm-hmm. makes uh, pins out of barrel stave, out of whiskey barrels. So wow. this, this guy is a uh, with one of America's most elite units and has been on America's most elite operations. Um, and on he's the definitely side, got big dick energy. He's got some beauty, uh, but he uh, he makes these pins. At, follow him on Instagram, guys. Whiskey Zulu Barrels, man, they're great gifts. It's easy. They're no-brainer gifts. They're not really yeah. expensive either. But uh, he takes barrel staves. He makes pins out of them, like ballpoint pins, and then he takes a, an extra wow. part of the stave and he puts a hole in it, and you can actually rest the pin in there. Yeah. Uh, so you can, ha- you know, every time you're looking at that pin, that's a it's a badass pin yeah. made by a real badass. No, it uh, is. And it then is. he's got it's the a, cocktail yeah. bar that he makes out of a wooden barrel. He's done some tables and stuff, and I really. Really, tables, I want to yeah. get him to do some um, Adirondack patio chairs for my next apartment. I so. remember those ones that he did for uh, for the boys at Drinking Bros when they were down in Wilmington. Yeah. He had the whole bar set up in the yeah, chairs. Yeah, he's and actually, they were, they were really um, good. I mean, if I'm mistaken, he hooked up with another friend of ours, uh, Lucas from Grizzly Forge. Yes, the knives. Yes. yes. And, uh, they, they had yes. some kind of co- uh, cooperative they were working on. I know he was up there in Georgia with Lucas a couple, uh, uh, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, what, you got any big picks for this? Uh, you got any big picks for this weekend? You got any big games come, that you're going to be honest with you with the move on? and everything? I've been thinking, thinking about, about nothing it. but getting out of my job and getting, you know, here. Yeah. I've got apartment uh, viewings lined up from 10 a.m. to 4:30 tomorrow. Goodness so. gracious! Well, try not to drink too much rum tonight. Um, <laughs> making some poor life decisions in the morning. That's why I'm, I'm going to be watching drive. the uh, Tar Heels game, the Miami game, mainly because I'm in North Carolina <laughs> and uh, my wife graduated from NC State, so. Uh, by default, I have to hate the Tar Heels. Right? Yeah, yeah. I have they're to hate pretty them. smart over there at so. NC State, though. they got a great agricultural school yes. and engineering. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, no yes. Doubt. yes. My wife's degree, however, she has a master's in French francophonics. Right, exactly. Um, so she's... I don't know. And Anne Frank fan. Um, I mean, she's, ex- she's really smart, but other than huh. that, uh, I don't know what you do with a French, a French francophonics degree or even what French francophonics is. Been married for 12 years. I still don't even know if I'm saying the word right. Uh, but she graduated from NC State, and uh, therefore I cannot root for But she also got her bachelor's, though, from, from Florida State, which I was raised a Gator fan because I'm from uh, Florida. Yeah. Um, and I also like the Hurricanes a little bit, being from Florida, but I was mainly a Gator fan. And so her being a Seminole fan, me being a Gator fan, whenever I get excited about the Gator, she goes, oh, where did you, uh, where did you go to school, honey? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, I'm actually working on a master's up. degree from the University of Florida right now. Are you really? Are you a Gators fan? I'm were you a Tebow fan at any time in your yeah, life? Yeah, I like Tebow. He's I a competitor. Did too. I, I did this too. is my thing, man. I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah. I've got a lot of teams that I hate. Dude, like, if people put so much emphasis on Callan Kaepernick and yeah. zero interest yeah, in Tebow, I just don't really fucking get fuck. it. Yeah, I like good people. I like competitors. You know, I'm a huge Bears yes. fan, but I always respected Brett, Brett Favre because yes. yeah, he was yeah. Brett yeah. fucking Favre. I fucking yeah. love Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Great guy, man. Hell of a competitor. That food is smelling so good. Yeah, I got a semi. So now that. 
<laughs> he's got a food chub. Uh, now that you're here, are you going to be more? You've got to choose one of the teams here. Are you going to be a Tar Heel, a Duke, no, no. or a State fan at no, all? Because no, we play like, all of them about every year. So, so I you just you're going to stay straight. games and then go, you know, go home to my alma mater for the rest. Okay. All right. But, so you're not even going to pull for a team here no. when they're not playing your alma mater. No, I mean I've, I've watched some UNC basketball, but okay. I don't know as far as football goes. Have you been to a Duke basketball game ever? Um, no. I, well, I have, Man, but not at I'm going to take you to tailgate Duke, for so. a Duke game. That is why. You ever been to a Duke basketball game? The Cameron Crazies? I have not, no. Uh-uh. I really want to check some lacrosse out because this is the, one of the hottest spots in the country the lacrosse, yeah. for collegiate lacrosse. Yeah. These is guys lacrosse have, a sport? This is a sports podcast, so we don't really talk yeah. about lacrosse. <laughs> I mean, it's as big of a sport as rugby is, I think. No, no, sir. Ooh, rugby man, is the rugby, sport. Yeah, rugby rugby's yeah. tough. Rugby man. is the sport. No, no, no uh, lacrosse is actually is a pretty brutal yeah. Yeah. Do you ever play lacrosse? I have not, I have not because either. I did not. My it's like in the same thing as cricket for me. Is there a lot of gear for it? Like, aren't you just oh, yeah. fucking running up and down some grass? Oh, a lot of gear, dude. What kind of gear do you buy? Gear, man. Yeah. What kind of gear is there? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's pretty, and it's pretty, pretty brutal, man. Checks and yes, man. Yeah. Don't I look dumb, boy? Is my face red? Um, Jeez, uh, yeah, it's great to watch too. That's so a, you, action. should we tailgate for a lacrosse game here? I don't know if you tailgate for lacrosse. Dude, we'll tailgate for everything. We're the tailgate fucking legends. We'll do whatever. We'll I'd tailgate say, yeah. anywhere, no, anytime. Even though I am a Blackhawks fan, I will definitely be down for tailgating for some hockey while I'm here. Oh yeah. So, so we will do. We'll definitely be getting on some hurricane. Yes. You watch oh, hockey? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. You're a big yeah. hockey guy. Yes, Did I like you? the hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tailgated at a Hurricanes game? I have not, but I look forward to tailgating with you. To do it. I want to tailgate anywhere that you're tailgating. I want to go because I, w- I want to see somebody fuck with you. Yeah. I'm not even going to help you out. I'm not even going to get your back at all. I, I might go, even uh, instigate it. I want to go tailgate oh, at the yeah? Whole Foods. Oh, sure. Whole Foods. Yeah. Go tailgate at the Whole Foods and watch the hot soccer moms come in about noon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, is that, is, you found the Whole Foods so in the Raleigh one, yet? The, the one in Greenville where I live at, there's actually a yoga studio right next door. Oh, get out. Um, that's a beautiful thing. Stop. That is so basic, right? Like your little yoga lab right next to uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how basic does it get? Yeah. They got like pumpkin spice lattes. Like, I mean, they got pumpkin go. spice Lululemons. I fucking love both of those. <laughs> Lululemons and... <laughs> what? Listen, listen. <laughs> when you're talking about Lululemons, like when you see CrossFitters today, right? Because uh, CrossFit was probably just getting started when you were just getting done with Strongman. What do you think about CrossFitters? Is that something like, do you think those guys are fucking talk legit? Shit. Talk shit about it. I want to know what you think. Like a real strong man. What do you guys think? Because they oh, wear Lululemon. Well, yeah. Lemon, it, it's, whatever it is. So listen, I, you know, I... No, I, I'm not about CrossFit. I, it's. Uh, Have you ever tried it? Not even once. What? <laughs> not only no, but fuck no. No. It sucks. Uh, I, I just wouldn't. Oh sure. You I know, listen. Sucks. Those guys are fit. Oh yeah. They, they do some crazy shit, but yeah. bring them into the to the real world of strongman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. You just like yeah, some of the uh, NFL players were coming into strongman and. You know, got a real taste of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just different. That's what I told you. It's just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're now, either when you're hanging out with the other strongmen. I mean, it's like everybody just angry as fuck all the time. You know what? No, man. They're, do you guys like like how do how do guys your size fuck around? Oh, you know, just slap each other around a little bit here Jesus, and there. Yeah, fucking like Zeus's thunder slaps. And it shit, is. Like... Yeah, my wife used to walk in when we go to competitions, and uh, she'd be like, "We're in the land of giants," because there's some big son bitches. Yeah, it yeah. really is. You know, and. Uh, but most of the guys in the strongman, it's that brotherhood. Yeah. And if, if you ever watch a sport, you know, a guy finishes an event, he goes yeah. back and cheers his, his buddy on. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, it's not the cutthroat, kiss-ass, politic bullshit. It's we're a brotherhood, and it, it's a chosen few that can do it. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a true blue sport, man. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Josh, you, uh, you do any strongman? No, no. You freaking no, working no. out these days? No, you look I've got good. Fat you look as fit. Fuck, bro. What Stop. You, you look fit. No, I'm, I am going to bring it back down here. I'm, I mean, I got to, you know, the, you know my situation. Do you know that Raleigh's like the number like seventh most in shape town in America? Yeah, I, I mean, that. who wouldn't want to watch Christmas Abbott run around in those shorts? She's been here. I know. Chris, I, mean, I, I was, was on a podcast with Christmas I Abbott. Here. I know you were. Uh, yeah, that was no, the best day of my life. My, my, my schedule's been, and, you know, that's an excuse, but I've definitely put some pounds on. But now that I'm going to have a 15 minute commute. Versus an hour and a half every day. Yeah. Get a little bit of your life back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely on the list. Absolutely. And I've done, I've done, you know, some powerlifting and stuff. Um, I did CrossFit for a while, and I really did love it. I mean, it's, 
you know. Uh, I like it. I, I, mean, I liked it. Rich Froning is a. Let me an tell you animal. something, man. Do yeah. you think he does roids? Do you he, think he, he does roids? I think he uh, is just a specimen of a man, like, kind of like Bo Jackson was. Just one of these oh, people yeah. that's yeah. going to be freak. great. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. he chose to do in life, he was going to be the best. Gonna at be, it. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be. I mean, it's it's impressive. It's like Arnold, man. Nobody yeah. could win until Froning retired. Right. You right. know, I mean, he's just, Matt Frazier's I mean, ass. So. Right. 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 Um, yeah. I so I was convinced that all those guys, uh, Frazier, that, that they had to do roids. They just had to. Um, I, you know, because I, I didn't believe that Lance Armstrong did it. And, yeah. and even when he was yeah. going through that whole thing, I was like, there's no way he did roids. But once I found out he did, um, I kind of lost hope in all those things. And now I realize after listening to, to Lance on his um, podcast and things like that, and him talking about it at a professional level and, and how you're duped in, it's like, look, man, if you want to make millions of dollars, you'll do roids. If you don't want to make millions of dollars, don't do roids. Yeah. Um, you think those guys are doing roids? I think that actually, if I'm not mistaken, CrossFit is one of the hardest Sports as far as for testing, um, for yeah. uh, oh, I would say, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, but they've really taken it, and a lot of people have benefited from CrossFit. You know, Castro's a genius man. Uh, I've watched a lot of his stuff, some of his uh, his talks and things. Is the way they brought they they fine tune nutrition to feed you know that balance between a strength and a cardio and, a, and yeah. an endurance athlete. You know, and these guys, I mean, they're it's sixteen hour days. You know, oh yeah, they're you know sleeping here, eating here, you know, they work in, you know, what I respect about it as well as all the agility work they do. Yeah. But then they, they also do Olympic lifts. You know, you do an Olympic lifts three days a week. If you've ever done a, you ever trained for Olympic lifts, you know. They, no, that, look at me. Does it look like I've ever trained well, for any of that bullshit? So they'll train the more than three to four times a week because of the amount. It's a shorter workout, but it's the amount of power. I'm sure it's like you were talking yeah, about. You start lifting power, that much yeah. weight, it's such a burden on your body. Right. That and they balance that in with you know, and these are two or three times a day they're doing this. It's, oh yeah, it's insane. That's why the um, what is it? Uh, Ribipto. What's the um? Oh, um, Rapto. Yeah, that's what. I mean, that's like every cross that Jimmy go into. There's a warning. They talk to you about that in your um, fundamentals classes because you can really push your body. Oh yeah. To, yeah. I mean, I did. Yeah, um, I, I did CrossFit. I got invited to uh, Clayton CrossFit with the Terrace Whisper. Him and Yasim, he invited me to do a Veterans Day workout with him, and, and we did the uh, Murph. Did you puke? Um, no, but I did it, and I did it under an hour. I didn't fit it, and I did it strict with the 35-pound uh, plate carrier. And uh, I, I really do think I was wrapped up at the end, man. I mean, I, I mean, my piss was brown. Um, the whole, I, I mean, for five days straight, I was sicker than a dog, man. I, my, I felt like all, I, I felt my pecs were going to tear off. I felt the, the, the back of my arms were going to fall off. Um, it was it was awful, and, and I had no energy for like five days straight. But I think I went straight wrapped up. Well, that's how you know a good CrossFit gym yeah. too. It's not the people in there to keep pushing you to keep going and going and going. It's but it's ones, Murph. I mean, it's the ones that don't make, want you to feel. You can still modify Murph. I know I can. Yeah. You know, it's uh, the people that are going. Hey, you know, maybe you know we what? need to modify this a little bit because you'd rather I think train I was, longer. I was pushing hard because Hamity was that was his first Murph. Yeah, and it was really special to him. Yeah. And 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 he was he was doing something. I mean, he he had uh, this major that that he fought with and she died and and so he was wearing her shirt man and he just had this eye of the tiger i mean if you ever met him he's a very humble man I, by the way if, if you never heard him he's called the terrorist whisperer but he was the youngest command sergeant major of all of iraq uh, has been shot a few times and uh was granted um uh he was they, they allowed him to come to the united states and live yeah. here because of, of his service yeah. in iraq and and actually he stayed with general petraeus when he first got here huh. uh matter of fact he's facetime petraeus while i've been in the car with him is yeah. absolutely nuts but i mean he's a very humble fun fun loving caring guy it's it's crazy that his background and if you read his book um but that day he had it turned on man he had the fucking eye of the tiger and i was his partner and i didn't want to slow him down and uh, when we got out onto the run on the, on the final mile of Murph, you know, I was out in front of him a little bit. And then, and then he passed me. And then I, worked bu I busted my balls to try to get past him. And then I passed him. And we ended up finishing it together. Not because we wanted to finish it together. We were competing. Oh, yeah. I, that's just yeah. how the fucking cards fell. He was giving everything he had, and I was giving everything I got. And we just fucking came across the line at the that's same the time. the best training partner, yeah, right? Absolutely. He was great, man. But, yeah. I mean, I was fucking Fuck, dead. Yeah. And he, I think he worked out like two days later. I was fucking, yeah. no, I wasn't working out two days yeah. later. I didn't work out for like two weeks. For fucking four <laughs> months, five months. I haven't worked out since Murph. You got to get those active um, <laughs> the active rest days, bro. I did a little yoga, get the foam no. roller out. We did yoga in here a couple weeks ago. It was insane. Uh, I did it in jeans. It is hard. It really is. You yeah. ever do yoga, bro? <laughs> yeah, you've never fucking no. done yoga in your life. Never. Would you do it? Would you do it? I, I, I don't think so, man. I, I've watched people do it. And I'm like, that just doesn't look fun to me. Oh, yeah. I want to watch you do it. 
No, bro, I don't want to do Dude, that. Dude, there's this one called Happy Baby. You lay, listen, 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 you lay on your back, you put your feet over your head, you grab, you grab the balls of your feet. So you're laying on your back, your feet are over your head, and you're holding onto your feet. Your butthole, your fucking b-hole is just right there for right. anybody that wants to fucking get down on it. Right. And you're sitting there, and they call it Happy Baby, and they make you like kind of rock on your uh, spine. Uh-huh. Oh my God! I've Do never I look felt like my such foot would go back that there though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'd be fucking busted in two, bro. I have enough trouble putting my shoes on. Exactly. In the right. You got to catch your. Got to hold your breath to put your shoes on. <gasps> You know? Josh, what's your favorite uh, one? Are, do you follow Drinking Bros Foodies at all? I do not, but I didn't know about it, but I will now. Dude, you know, I've that ran and restaurants Pitmaster. for a long time. Yeah. So I think you and I had talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we did. Because you know, yeah, we're all and, wine stops, yeah. food nerds. And uh, what, what is your favorite tailgate cuisine? Do you have a favorite tailgate cuisine? And, you know, shrimp and grits are always a favorite. Oh, dude, oh, fucking man. love shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Um, did you know that yeah. shrimp and grits became, was created in North Carolina? Because I saw your post. Oh. Well, that was on Drinking Bros Foodies, wasn't it? No, I think you posted it to your Instagram too. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Sure you know, I went to college the first time in Charleston, so and I, I, I go to New Orleans quite quite a lot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the shrimp and grits. Yes, and uh, we do a tri-tip a lot and brisket. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. You know, that's that's that's. A, that's and now, if we make that trip with Kelly down to Texas, oh, I just Franklin's, did, bro. I'm there at three thirty in the morning with a chair gotta, and a yep. six pack. Let's do it. We'll tailgate for that. Yeah, we'll tail. Yeah, we we'll tail- tailgate for that. Fuck yeah, we do. We'll fucking do a live tailgate. You know, Dan, they they know him. Yeah. Yeah, so we well, can probably hook Let's do a live fucking tailgate no, right there. We can probably hook something up Let's when do we it. go. Let's yeah. do that. I'm, I'm dead serious. Yes, I am all about it. Now, you spend a lot of time in Louisiana just with work, or you have in the yes, past I just have, because yeah. of disaster relief, because right yeah. now you, you own that company? Yes, yeah, I'm one of the what owners. What is that company? Tell us about that company. Uh, Extreme Disaster Recovery. Extreme uh, Disaster? Yep, we do, yeah, we do fire and water restoration, uh, and we do emergency response work, and uh, 78 days down there. Yeah, 78 days straight uh, in, in Lake Charles. Yeah. Boy, Louisiana, beautiful. Sunshine state. It got fucked state. up, though. It got fucked up. Did it really? Yeah. You know what? They, they fucking took that right off the news, man. Like, nobody gave a fuck about Louisiana. When, that, when those, uh, those four, hurricanes four just came through, four and like, you didn't see shit on the news here yeah. in North Carolina. We're talking recently? Yeah. This yeah. year, yeah, yeah and I know Florida got trashed, too. I got some, I got a yeah, friend of mine yeah. still. Trying to get her None of that was on the news here in North Carolina. None of that. Yeah, it, it got it got fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah, I was talking yeah. to you in that pre-podcast interview, and you were telling me about that, and I was like, dude, where was I? Because I didn't catch any of that. Yeah. I wouldn't. Like I said, if I didn't have so many people in you know the New Orleans, Louisiana area, and in Florida, mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard. I, mean, I wouldn't have heard anything about it. Yeah. No, man. Is he yeah. flambeing? Are you flambeing that rum over there? That is. So, which rum shit. did you use? I used the spice. You used the spice rum? rum? Yeah, yeah. And you just poured that. You used the spice. And still spice rum. You poured it right over those. What do you call those? These are the Cuban sandwich skewers. The Cuban sandwich skewers. Dude, we, you ever been to a tailgate with a Cuban yeah. sandwich we skewer? We have reached full You're erection. You're about to eat that. You're yes. about to eat that. Yeah, yeah. You're about to put that <laughs> skewer into your mouth. How deep do you think you can get that skewer in? <laughs> about half as deep as you can. <laughs> about half as, oh, shit, dude. I'll fucking deep throw three of those things at the same time. Are you kidding me? Look at this mouth. I don't see how you do this oh every week. God yeah, bless, that hell, looks bro. good. We do this every week. Turn it up, man. Just because, you're t- it, just because it's simple. Just because, because it's simple, it does I not have to suck. I will give you the hand job you deserve when this is over with. <laughs> Dude, I, I, li- we need to get some. If you're a drinking bro foodie and you're watching the podcast today, man, if, if, if you want a shout out, if you want to send us a recipe for the next game, if you want us to cover some tailgate cuisine, Make sure you hit us up. Oops. Uh, send us. Well, we'll always take that. Or unsolicited right. dick pics. I mean, I'm not. I mean, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I laugh at him every time. I'll always laugh at a dick picture. Oh, oh shit! I missed it. So, I, so Drew, Lee, I've been sending Drew a different dick pic every day, but it's a guy named Richard. And I just realized that I've been so busy at work, I missed the last three days. So I have to spam him in the morning. Drew, this is coming for you. So, so, so Brian. Like, okay, so being a veteran and, and coming from a, a veteran community, for whatever reason, um, the brotherhood, once you get out, we just send each other dick pics, unsolicited dick pics, all sorts of dicks. Uh, is there any kind of that kind of camaraderie with you fucking strong fucks? Uh, 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 no, we do not send each other dick pics. Uh, no, not of your own dicks, but just like other dicks. Uh, no. No. Somebody just fell behind us. So that's yeah, why we yeah. Somebody just crashed and burned. Sure crashed and fucking burned. Happens to the best. She of us. is okay. 
but uh, did you get any? You guys don't send each other any like weird, like fucked up pornos or anything like that. Uh, uh, I don't know why we do it. I'm not saying negative. I, I, I'm not saying that I approve sort of, of trauma it, bonded. But uh, that's what we do. Sometimes I open my phone. I don't. I don't open my phone in public anymore. I don't open my oh, phone no. around my kids no, 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 because no. I have no idea what kind of ridiculousness is going to come across. So now phone. that you have all my info, is that do I need to expect that, or it, it just kind of be secretive about my phone with you? Well, or? I'm only going to do that when you're in Louisiana because I don't want to take the chance of you coming back in here with my you. ass. I got you. I got you. So, brother. I got uh, you. I got you. But right. yeah, I mean, game on. I, I mean, I don't really pick and choose who who I. Who I target? Um, sometimes huh. it's an accident. Sometimes I just hit the wrong Brian, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, here's a guy, Brian Anderson. I like to send him shit every week, um, but uh, maybe I might might fuck that up and um, send one to you. Yeah, it happens. Might might come yeah. your way. Hey, you uh, know, we'll Joe, we'll you ready? You ready to I'm serve us some food, you. homie? Make make him a plate really quick while he's still on the show. I want him to take a bite before you sit down. Holy shit! Oh, mainly because I want to watch him put a skewer in his mouth. This is Josh Holloway, folks. Uh, for those listening on podcasts and not on YouTube, this yeah. is Josh Holloway, Dan Holloway's brother. Empty. Um, and we're going to watch him deep throat one of these beautiful Cuban sandwiches on a skewer. And it's hot, too. Uh, what, what is that sauce you just put on there? Salsa golf. Baby. Salsa golf. If you don't know what salsa golf is, it goes on everything. It is like ranch in Uruguay. Uh, it's... it's uh it's basically it's, ketchup and mayonnaise with some yes. spices, and I put some citrus. In we'll there. give you. We'll put. We'll put one That's up. My fancy sauce. That's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Now listen. We. You take a. Like, hang on. Hang on. Wait for Brian to get his. No, I'm. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm going now. Dude, can you believe what that smells like right now? That smells incredible. Delicious. Absolutely insane. My stomach is growling. Joe, you don't have to plate mine. Your Just, wife did good, bro. He, pla he plates it so nicely. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's a true chef. Yes, he it's even got to be plated nice. Look, I'm gonna take oh a picture my God, of it though. Dude, what the? Because you're not a real foodie if you don't take a picture of your food you guys before do you eat it. Club? Here. What? We, we should. should. I, I was thinking the same thing. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm done with that. Let me put this on portrait mode. Um, Brian, we hand this over to you. Yes, I will. Oh man, that looks good. Oh yeah. Unreal. All right. Well, um, thanks. Let's yeah. Let's take a bite of it. Tell me what you think, real quick. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Let's cheers our sticks. Let's uh, let's dock Chip, these. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's dock these skewers. Cross the Cross the, the streams. Look, Chef Puak, I've never had a Cuban sandwich on a skewer. You were taking my Cuban sandwich on a skewer virginity tonight. That's good, right, baby. Oh. I'm a fan. Thank you very much. Oh my God, dude. Hop in right here. First, Holy though. shit. Yeah. Mm. Producer Noel White, I got your plate ready, baby. Yeah, we always got to have food for the uh, producer. Oh, man. Unreal. That tastes like a, that tastes like a uh, Cuban sandwich on a skewer. Does it? It does. It tastes like shit, right? <laughs> no. Shit. I'm good shit. Man. So, let me get back in here so I can hear myself because I'm a narcissist. Um... The whole point is the food is that simple. Pickle. I mean, it seems like it seems like mm. we did a lot, right? But we really didn't. It's literally ham, okay. pork tenderloin, pork tenderloin, and a dill pickle. I've never it. had a grilled, a griddled, a dill pickle. Have you? No, I have not. Dude, did you taste Unreal. the pickle yet? Hell yeah! Jeez, that pickle is intense. That is amazing. Are you offended? No. Hey guys, wow. pass this around. You guys taste what we're tasting here. The griddled hey, pickle is my favorite. Listen, I'm, here, pass that if, around. Pass that around. If we can get maybe Amanda and Buddha to like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Wow. Um, oh, that empanada. Unreal. It's just so flaky. Now, mind you, it's a tailgate. It'd be better out of a fryer or the oven, but. Huh. So, oh, all right, man. let's get foodie about it. Let's do it. When you tailgate. It's a simple situation, like we said before. It doesn't have to suck. I literally made turnovers with one pot, like Brian likes, chicken, right? I hit it on pressure cook, rubbed it with the adobo, let it rock and roll, threw in some smoky Gouda cheese, and then baked them and then kept them warm in this turkey roaster over here so I didn't have to worry about them. And I could focus on lighting these skewers on fire for you guys. And, like, for, for the listeners and viewers, I mean, we're literally talking about pork tenderloin, ham chunks, 
And pickle. I didn't realize the pickle would be such a hit with you guys. God, yeah, pickle is my favorite wow, part. Bro. And then we, we hit it with the Havarti cheese. So and good. it's like a juxtaposition of flavors. You got sweet, salty, sour. It's and incredible. It, you know, it's simple, but awesome. So I, I want to inspire you guys Thank to, you, you know, get fired up to do stuff like this. Wow. How's your how's your diet adjusted now that you're not a strongman anymore? Did you adjust that diet? Obviously, you're not eating five fucking pizzas. You'll, I bet you well, eat five of those to, empanadas. I bet he could. Oh, I'd eat good. About twenty of these fucking things. Dude, I could eat. I could probably. I could probably compete with you in eating uh, empanadas at this point. That's the you, only dude. thing you and I could compete doing, oh strongman wise. I bet I could wow. out eat empanadas. Um. So good. No, I had to. I had to adjust it. Yeah, big time. Gosh, man, that is. Was it an adjustment, or were you like glad you could be- back down? Yeah, took a lot of pressure off. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of food to eat every day. I've got a buddy that you know he wasn't power man, and we were talking about it beforehand. That was doing natural bodybuilding. He made it to pro level, and he literally had a, a, a an alarm set. You know, we worked twelve hour shifts together, and he had an alarm set. And he would eat periodically, no matter where we were. He would eat. Oh yeah. And it, it, some of it didn't even look enjoyable, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, like, I could tell oh. after, like, the third or fourth meal, he was like, oh, gosh, dang it, man, I got to get it in. Yep. No doubt, man, you got to feed that body. Yeah. Noel, did you, try the, uh, did you try those skewers? can't even talk. Did you try the pickle? Yeah. The pickle's fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm going to do a tailgate with just, uh, with just pickles. With grilled pickles? So, look, just what, what happens there is... A pickle is nothing but like water, brine, really, and and sugar and okay. spices. And when you hit it on the grill, there's an effect that Eric and I talked about talked about before called the Maillard effect or the browning effect. And it's when you caramelize the aminos and the proteins and stuff in it, and you get that brown on there. You, yeah. You'll hear us on this podcast talk about chasing diamonds mm-hmm. when you're grilling. You get those pretty diamond marks on your on your steak. That's when the Maillard or the browning effect happens. And so the same kind of concept sort of happens with the pickle. And you're caramelizing it and you're just making those those flavors go boom, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you, you'd think skewered ham and, and, and pork and pickles. Nah, what is he making? That's some garbage, man. No, no. it's not. I calculated that. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank That's you. a garbage. You call me the garbage man. Man, a huge shout out to our, our manager, um, Buddha, Buddha is and, rolling. Uh, and our producer, Noel White, who just yeah. makes us look pretty, makes us sound good. Uh, we've got our, our uh, production intern, Amanda Rivera. She's got her own little podcast that she's working on. Uh, it's called A Nondescript. I can't wait to listen to it, but we're, I mean, she's, uh, she's a hustler, out. man. I'm glad we have her as part of the team. Um, but as for Chef Joe Puhak over there, uh, Eric Tanzi and, and Big Brian here, uh, man, we thank you guys so much for joining us on Tailgate Legends. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, smash that like button for us on the yeah. YouTubes. Share us as much as we comments. can. Uh, follow Drinking Bros Sports stars, Podcast. Stuff, Give us the five-star rating. Uh, y'all nine yards. Uh, again, guys, thank you guys so much. And until next time. I hope we made you hungry, guys. Just because it's simple, it doesn't have to suck. Uh,